When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Beginning your 4 o'clock hour here on this Wednesday. It's Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Okay, so did you see all the beautiful tributes of the different morning shows that had packages about Angela oh, Lansbury? Yeah. You know what the best one? Entertainment Tonight, because they visited, they visited her on set like 14 times in the 12 years that Murder, She Wrote was on. Oh, right. So and they just had a lot of, like, they always have deep stuff in the vault. Because they were the only one covering entertainment before the news organization started to cover yeah, it. Yeah, basically. And it was, it was uh, what's his name? John, John Tash. Tash. Who, John Tash. He was doing the mm-hmm. interview with her at the 10-year anniversary. So it was really, it was, it was, there was a lot of good stuff. And also, you know, I forgot that she played Elvis's mom in Blue Hawaii, and she was only 10 years older than him. Well, that happens a lot. Laura. But, I mean, yeah. it happened to her, like, when she was 24, she played somebody in her 40s. Yeah, it happened to her quite she a bit. She looked older than her age. Yeah, yeah, and they made her look older than she was. But, um, yeah, she was the mom in Blue Hawaii, even though she was just 10 years older than um, Elvis. And, and you know, then there were two other legends uh in one a guthrie legend passed away sheila livingston passed away um at the age of 93 rowan preston did her obit notable obit in the star tribune she is considered a real life theater hero who is like an angel um she worked with guthrie for more than um 50 years in former artistic director Joe, Do- Joe Dowling Joe said, without question, Sheila impacted more people than any other person who ever worked at the Guthrie. Her influence cannot be overstated. So first she was head of the volunteer stage hands. Then she was hired to build what is now an award-winning educational program, bringing teachers and students um, from the five-state area on f- for free or reduced fare trips for cultural education. Right. And she was raised in a small town, you know, in, in Canada. And, and uh, she saw her first play at 20. She saw Richard III and fell in love with theater. And when she moved to the Twin Cities with her husband, who took over the family business, the Northwest Corrugated Box Company. Oh, nice. On Marshall right. Street. She, um, the, the, the thing that people remember is just like how passionate she was about the theater. And at the Guthrie's 40th anniversary, the Guthrie established a fund to honor the living sins. And I said, I, Dowling said, I want you to decide what to do with the money. And she said, I want to have a day where parents can bring children and introduce them to the words of Shakespeare. And it's called Project Success. 
It's brought more than 200,000 students to shows over the last 29 years. And um, T. Michael Rambo, you know, who's in our movie with us, he was asked to talk about her, and he grew emotional as he recalled Sheila, saying she was the one. She got him to sing the national anthem at presidential candidate Barack Obama's campaign rally at Target Center in 2008. And T. Michael told Rowan his mom would tear up every time she told that story. Oh, She was so, she just was kind to everybody. So just a real theater champion Mm -hmm. and 93 years old. Now, this guy's name you won't know, but you're familiar with what he did. And I got such a kick out of his story. Dan Whedon passed away at the age of 77. Who's Dan Whedon? He's one half of the Whedon Kennedy advertising agency in Portland, Oregon, who personally was responsible for the Just Do It slogan in Mm -hmm. 1988 that helped catapult Nike over its competition Reebok and Adidas. And that three-word, eight-letter tagline, along with the swoosh, is considered the most successful and recognizable in the history of advertising. It came about as they were just struggling. Right. Because what are we everybody was wearing Reeboks, yep. Adidas. Yep. How how are we going to fit in? We No one knows who we are. And Whedon was a playwright who grudgingly had entered the ad business with this guy, David Kennedy, after reading a book called How to Start an Advertising Agency. Mm-hmm. And the founding, they found it on April Fool's Day, and it became kind of a signature. They founded it in Portland, not New York or Chicago or L.A. They kept beer on tap in their offices. They had a full-scale basketball court. They wanted work to feel like play for the advertising. And one of their party guests, Ken Kesey, who were on floor over the cuckoo's nest, told the founders, you guys could teach the Hells Angels how to party. Oh, funny. And then... And then Nike was their first major client, um, and he once tried to jog in a pair of jeans, but he only, you know, chapped his crotch. Mm -hmm. He had a rebellious nature like Phil Knight did, who the first time he met these two guys from the ad agency, he said, I'm Phil Knight and I hate advertising. Be interesting to see if any of this is in the movie. movie. And then it took years for these two guys to get Nike to give them more of their business. Like they gave uh, this big agency in New York all their Olympic money. But the next year, they showed him an ad of Lou Reed um, of the Velvet Underground riding um, a scooter through New York City, take a walk on the wild side wearing the Nikes. And the kind of the coolness of that finally impressed Phil Knight. And then they gave him all the advertising and Just Do It became, you know, the cultural catchphrase yeah, it for really, everybody. It really was. So anyway, and so yeah, he passed away. He sounded like a cool cat. You yes. Can, you love it when someone can say, hey, they could have taught the Hells Angels how to party. Well, that's What a fun ad agency. Ad, ad agencies, oh gosh, growing up, it looked like so much fun to work at one. They looked like they were having so much fun all the time. And then Mad Men, you know, mm-hmm. we're like, oh God, I'm glad we were um, in the 60s. mad women in the 60s. I want to work at one in the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, That no looked kidding. like fun. Yeah, I know. That it. looked fun. All right. Has anyone watched Fletch yet? John Hamm supposedly tears up that, uh, like, I don't you know, know if it's, it's available yet. It is. It's been available. It opened on theaters and streaming the same day it's on Amazon. Oh, yeah. If you need something funny, it's gotten very, 
very good reviews. Um, unlike, you know, some of the other things that have had a lot of buzz, but aren't a lot of fun. Give you, you know, don't Bummer. worry, darling. Oh, don't. Oh, but yeah. Bros. But I don't Amsterdam. Think, I don't think you can pay. You have to pay for those, I think, still. So. What? Like, bros. Don't you oh, I don't pay? think. I, th- really? I, I think it's not I, out streaming yet. Oh, because I tried to watch that one with the really long la- name, The Incredible... Oh, what's that one that's out that's quirky and has that with Nicholas Cage? No, with that. Um, never mind. I'll tell you when we come back. All right. In random thoughts. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, I'm glad it's cold today. Why? Because the little flying gnats that have infested Woodbury. I don't know what they are. Yeah. They're like, they have been, Mike, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, at all? for sure. Yeah. What is the gnat attack? I don't know. I don't know why it's happening. We don't it's, have them in the no, city. No, it is crazy. And really? we took all the screens off the windows, washed all the windows, and then the next day they're all back. It's it's a little gnat attack. So the cold will kill the I'm gnats. I'm hoping. Yeah. I, don't you? I'm hoping. That's I mean, why I love this area. Winter comes and kills all the things I've that don't been, need to exist. Right. Like I've been that. spending a lot of time doing that. Nat Patrol. Oh, Nat geez. Patrol. Nat Patrol. The name of the movie I was trying to think of yeah. that I wanted to watch this weekend. Everything, everywhere, all at once. You're going to hate that movie. Okay. You're no, going... it looks so good. I, my friend saw it twice. Um, really? Why? I tried watching it on oh, the you plane. Did. Is this oh, the I one did. with... Um, the woman, I can't think of her name. Yeah. All right, fine then. All right. Honestly, Julia, really? it's, it's, it a, looks it's, so good. A, it's a fugue state. It's a dream. It looks, it's, if it's the one I'm thinking of. It is. Of. It is the one you're thinking of. Okay, because I... All right, never mind. I tried watching it twice over right. an eight-hour flight, and I couldn't... Then if you, All right, because we had talked about it before, and we were both excited about it. All right, good to know. All right, so um, cheers to Travis Ging... Gurr, who had the largest pumpkin, uh, Anoka's teacher, drove out 35 hours to Half Moon Bay. Read that headline. You, you're burying the lead. The biggest it, pumpkin in all the land, right? The, he had the biggest pumpkin this year. It isn't in all the land ever, but it's the biggest pumpkin in the United, in States. The United States. Okay, thank you for Yes, that. and he drove to Half Moon Bay, which is south of San Francisco, with the pumpkin on the back of a oh, truck, anyone. It's a big darn deal because um, he said it's like winning the Tour de France on a big wheel. Because we have a different growing season than so many other parts of the country. And for us to be able to produce a pumpkin that is 2,554 um, pounds is crazy. It was, two, it was 2,560 pounds. The previous big pumpkin in the U.S., was 2,554 pounds, so just six pounds more. Yeah, wow. Can you imagine? It's been everywhere, 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 everywhere. Mm. And there was one in Italy that holds the world record forever. It was 2,702 pounds. And you've got the long growing season in Italy, all that warm weather. Yeah, so yeah. anyway. Yeah, the story in the paper today about him was he like almost dropped it off the crane that he was loading it on because you can't have a crack or a hole in these giant pumpkins. Isn't that they're, uh, they're out they're so if they big, have it. if you think of how big that is. And he fertilized it like 14 times a day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it really... Okay, that is... Kind of incredible. That is crazy. And in case you're in, interested in science right now, this is all over the headlines today. Scientists 
have figured out how to grow human brain cells in rodents. More to come. Okay. That's just trending. Mm-hmm. Um, Oziampic, we've talked about that drug, that diabetes drug, the Hollywood diet oh. pill. That's all over the news, too. Yeah. Big stories on that, how everyone, that's just in the you news. Is taking it to lose weight? People are doing it to lose weight. Yeah, you're going you have have to see a, doctor. a lot of diarrhea, mm-hmm. and it's not recommended. Nope. You might lose your gallbladder. Yep. And don't do it. Don't do it. it but they're, supposedly, that's how Kim Kardashian is staying so skinny, skinny. Staying so skinny, skinny. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. You don't have an iPhone. Mike, do you have an iPhone? I do, yeah. Okay, so the new iPhones have this new um, crash detector where if you get in a crash... Because of the G-forces, your iPhone will automatically call 911. Genius. And this happened, whatever, I heard, whatever. It's happened and it's helped people get to people earlier than you would get because people couldn't call. Um, but what's making it go off now are roller coasters. Oh. So they're being called the G-force accelerator oh. is what it is. So they're ha- they've had to go to Six Flags in Chicago. They've had to go to a couple different places because... It has, this is not good. It goes off. It's a good concept if you're in a big crash to have your, you know, if you're in a crash big time and your phone calls 911 for you, that's a good concept. Anyway, yeah. more to come, Laurie. Remember when we talked about the um, the golden rule ratio of beauty for a woman's face? I, re- I recall that we have had this we've had this conversation like maybe once a year. Okay, it mm-hmm. measures the length and width of a face, but basically it is the ideal result is that the most beautiful people's face is about one and a half times longer than it is wide. So they've come out with the new list of the most beautiful people in the world. Yeah. Number one, Jody Comer. Yeah. I mean that, you know, that from it's been Angelina Jolie, it's been Amber Heard. They yes, do that measurement, and it's they like do a it. inverted diamond or it's, inverted. It's what is it? It's the weight. It's basically it's math, and we can't is. figure it out. We just know beauty when we see it. Slimmer on the lower face than mm. on the upper face. It's like men in the seventies and eighties. Chest hair. It was a great time to be alive and be single. What does that have to do? <laughs> just saying, chest hair is. Just, I don't know. We don't see it as much. Julia, people get rid of it. So sad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. That's and a I'm standard trying to of get male that beauty that this. has changed. The chest hair. The chest hair. All right. Yeah. So the most attractive individuals by the golden ratio, Beyonce. Beyonce yeah, wins yeah. for overall face shape. Jodie Comer is the best known. Bella Hadid, perfect eyes and chin. And this um, Indian woman has... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Get the best eyebrows. That is all we know. Days of our life. What oh. does it? Jump the shark. Oh. They jumped the shark. Do you have to watch that on streaming? Is that the one where Days of Our Lives moved to streaming? NBC, it moved from NBC to the Peacock streaming service last month. And it well, they were trying to kill it because it lost 700,000 viewers by doing that. Wow. Last Thursday's episode f- featured the first three-way in the history of daytime TV. What? Mm-hmm. That it, couldn't have gone over well for people who did figure out how to stream the old Peacock. Pe- are very disappointed. Where mm. do you draw the line, writers? Yeah. It's an all-time low for me that you'd be so desperate to do this. What is going on? So if you're days of your life, people, and you're taping it and you haven't watched last Thursdays. You can't tape it anymore. It's on Peacock. I I hate that. Yeah. We need to be That's able to why it lost 700,000 viewers. We hate that. Yeah. Some, some of um, the people who are autumn chickens... We won't call them spring chickens, autumn chickens. They might not be streaming. You know, they might just have the regular old network TV. And what happened to my show? I don't know. I know it. Um, Harvey Weinstein wants um, Harry Styles to play the movie version of the guy who is in Kinky Boots. What does They're, Harvey Weinstein? How does he get an he's opinion? He's involved in making it into the movie. Harvey? The movie? Not Harvey Weinstein. Harvey... You know the one I'm talking Harvey about. Harvey Firestein? Yes, yeah. Okay, because Harvey Weinstein's in jail. Har- Harvey Firestein mm-hmm. wants Harry Styles to play the guy in Kinky Boots. In the movie? Mm-hmm. I see if that Harry happening. Harry wants to do it, Remember he'd be when good. The, the actor came in here and we put on the Kinky Boots? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We put on the Kinky Boots. Really- I saw that show uh, in Chicago in previews. Yes. And it was so much fun. And we saw it here. And then it came here. Yeah. But they, they did, like yes. they did with the Share show. Yes. Did the, they do trials and, well, they did it. I mean, Lion King previewed here before it went to Broadway. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Eggnog, eggnog is coming for the holidays. A waffle flavored eggnog. It's uh, 40 proof, 20% alcohol. Mm. It's um, the eggnogs, eggnog, Appalachian sipping cream. And they're distilling it in Tennessee. That sounds, that sounds so much better than eggnog, Appalachian sipping cream. I uh-huh. mean, just right there, I'm it's, in. It's yeah. the Eggo Waffle brand is doing this. Yeah. Eggo Nog Appalachian sipping cream. Eat. That alcohol content, who cares what it tastes yeah, like? Yeah, right. there you go. It'll kill 40%. it percent. I know. I think that kind of sounds good, though. Yeah, it does. All right, that's all I got. When we come back, we've got tickets to give away. All right, gang. Maybe you want to go see the Minnesota Wild play. We've got a pair of tickets for the seventh caller. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. That's to an upcoming game against Vancouver. We always ask Grant the dates, and I've never written it down. Me either. So, Mike. it's October something. It's October like. 7th, 8th? 27th. Well, we've already had the 7th or 8th, but it's coming. (laughs) And give my... 20th. It's the 20th? 20th? Thank you. Okay, I'm writing that down for tomorrow because I'm sick of not knowing that We are professionals here. We really are. And I want to thank Jennifer, who sent us a note about the new iPhone, about what they display in an accident. And it will display a message after a perceived accident. It says something like, swipe if you're okay, 
and or something if you don't need their, their assistance. So it does give the owner the opportunity to decline emergency services. That's how they found a group of teens after an af- accident that happened in Nebraska this past yeah. weekend. And so these people are on roller coasters, so they don't have their phone out. Right. You so they're have getting that phone secured. So they say that you can put it in airport mode before you go on, on a right. roller coaster. So thanks for that. All right. Well, Thank you. Some I would want to be on airport mode if I was going to be um, <laughs> Megan. If I was going to be the musical guest and the host of Saturday Night Live, that sounds. So stressful to me. Lizzo did it. Yeah, she did. Now Megan the Stallion is doing it. But um, this That's Saturday a lot night it on your shoulders. Yes, I know it's so much. But they give it to people that they think can do it. And you know, Lizzo pulled it off. And Megan the Stallion, based on this little teaser trailer, which SNL released today. Okay. Um, and she's sitting on a couch, and a um. Um, I think it's Sarah Sherman, one of the uh, cast members, comes in and she's bare naked except for socks and clogs. And she doesn't realize she spent the whole day naked. And so Megan the Stallion is like, you know, your whole WAP is hanging out. Oh, and, funny. You know, okay. kind of making a play. Fun of the WAP song. Play on that. And, um, you know, she's like, do you know you're completely naked? And she said, let me tell you, the first to tell you, your whole WAP is out. Of course, referencing the yes. Cardi B uh, hit. And then the gal says, it's more of a dop, dry as a bone. Oh, funny, funny. That's Megan the Stallion. She's funny. She's very I've funny. Her. And she performed on, she was on SNL as a musical guest in 2020. And she'll probably play songs from her sophomore album. But um, she is very excited to do it, but also very, very nervous. And that seems oh. like it would be nerve wracking. And Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson were on Seth Meyers. And Seth was asking them, how did you find being on SNL? Brendan was like, oh, my gosh, that place is like the energy there on Saturday when everything is cutting, cutting, cutting. I mean, it's amazing that like Keenan has been there as long as he has. You know, his wife left him for the other that one guy who got let go from SNL this year who did the Barack Obama, that guy. I didn't know that he left for another the wife left for another castmate. Basically, and he was out in LA filming filming the Keenan show, remember, yeah. which got canceled. Chris Red, I think his name oh, was. No. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, that'd be brutal. Yeah, that would be brutal. It would be. Also, um, you gotta. Um, this story it came out today. I mean, with the passing of uh, Dame Angela Lansbury yesterday, it made um, for a sad day for many, many, many people. And you think about many people of all ages. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like Betty White kind of a, a thing. And um, um, so the story came out that's uh, about her being impressive in her real life as she was on the stage and screen a few years ago. Angela recounted the time that she had to step in to save her daughter from her spiral into drugs and hanging out with the Charles Manson and his maniacal group of murderous people in Malibu. We talked about this before. I feel like you were out of town or something, Lori, and I think I did it as a vintage scandal, and I didn't remember it yesterday, but she took her family and moved to Ireland. Variety retold the details from her interview where she divulged this intersection of Hollywood and true crime. She said her daughter, who's 
at the time was 69, was fascinated by Manson. And um, she became, she started using drugs at a young age. And there were all these things above Malibu that were dedicated to all these deadly pursuits. And she said, it pains me to say that my daughter was in with the crowd led by Charles Manson. She was one of the many youngsters who knew him. And you see that in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the Spano Ranch, all the young women oh, right, that, that were hanging out, out there, at the ranch, right, runaways. Right. And they, he, was, he was so charismatic, she said, no question about it. And she, her complete quote was, there were factions up in the hills above Malibu that were dedicated to deadly pursuits. I mean, even just the way she phrased that in that interview. Um, and so we know how things turned out. But after she saw what was going on, she said, we up sticks and moved the family to a house I found in County Cork. I was drawn to Ireland because it was the birthplace of my mother. And as also some of my children would not be exposed to any more bad influence. Right, I still right. have a house there. And I refused all work for a year and simply kept house. Just Dr- because to protect her daughter. Yeah. She, she was hobnobbing with Charles Manson. And her son was into drugs too. She does not screw around when it no. comes to her family. Rest in peace for a legendary talent and a no nonsense mother, right? Can you imagine if you find out that and you're like, oh. Yeah, it was a 2014 interview with the Daily Mail mm-hmm. that she uh, yeah. told that story. Mm-hmm. And that was 1970 when she mm. moved. So, um, who won the tickets, Mike? Lisa did. So, big congratulations to Lisa. She's heading to see the Minnesota Wild on October 20th. Was she excited? She was very excited. Yes, she's. Bummed. I mean, that's a big, mm-hmm. those are expensive mm-hmm. tickets. That's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Very and, exciting. And then, uh, I guess there's this show. I've never heard of it. It's a YouTube talk show called The Shop. Anyone know it? The shop. Well, it's going to be known now. I guess it's LeBron James produces it. Okay. And um, anyway, uh, you know who the master of disaster, oh, yeah, Miss, yeah. Uh, Mr. West, mm-hmm. they, he sat down and did an interview with them. And in a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, the team at the shop said, yesterday we taped an episode with uh, Kanye West. He was booked weeks ago. And after talking to him the day before, we thought he was capable oh. of a respectful discussion, was ready to address all of his recent comments, unfortunately, he used the shop to reiterate more hate speech and dangerous stereotypes, and we will not be allowing any of this to be released, and we will not show the episode. Good. For them. Good, Good way for them, yeah. also for us to know that there's a show called yes. The Shop. Yes. You know, but they're just like, we're not even going to, I mean, when Fox News won't make the whole interview available, how bad is it? It's, it's, he's, he's Do you offensive. know what I mean? He's offensive to a lot of people, Lori. He's, he's talking out of his ass. He's the master of making no mm-hmm. sense. He really is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's kind of unbelievable. So, yeah, the shop was like, we're not going to have any clips that are going to leak. We're not doing it. We thought he could talk. And, and you he, and I were talking off the air about how mad you would be if your kid went to the school. This private academy. This private academy that... You know, he said has said the name of where his kids go to school. He also one of the yeah, he's saying so many. And then he's brought out a new girlfriend to try to def- deflect, 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 you know, like and made her wear a 2024 hat in the big rubber garbage. Boots. Yeah, he, it's he's something. Uh, 
Yeah. He's something. I envision Kim Kardashian's assistant um, ordering a bouquets of flower for like every every student's parents at that school because it's probably all a lot of rich people or famous people mm-hmm. who worry about their kids getting kidnapped and say right and Kanye's put the name of the school out there and um so she's I just see her doing that I would because she's paying for this the I security would. right the I would because I'd be so embarrassed yeah I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah, but what can you do when it's somebody else's behavior? I mean, oh, you know, but it, 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 that's a toughie. Yeah, I know. But it affects other people. Yeah. And you just be like, oh, I know. It was uh, a weak spot. He was okay. Yeah, and speaking of affecting other people, now Charlie Puth has let us know that uh, Ellen DeGeneres also ghosted him when he got signed to her Records record label, Street. 1111. The record label, it doesn't sound like she had a lot of hands on, but it was her label, Lori. And she, that other guy, talked about it. You just were uh, stranded. Grayson, Grayson yeah. Chance. Yeah, she's truly just. She was really not a. Maybe she was spread, sincere person. Maybe she was spread very thin. No, no, you won't give her a bone. No, you won't. She went out with anything. a whimper, not a bang, because it was like it was all of a sudden the secret was out. And she's doing the smartest thing ever. Quiet. Well, She's wanted to quit for a long, She's long time. She's just quiet. Yeah. Yeah. There's so nothing. I think it's great. She can just, you know, I mean, poor Portia. That's how I feel bad for her. Why? Because when the tyrant isn't at work every day and they're at home. Now she's a tyrant. Yeah, Mary, well, she so would be bad. a tyrant. She was a tyrant of a boss. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a tyrant of a wife. Oh, my gosh. You know? Did you Have you worked for a tyrant of the boss yet, Mike? I have not. Fortunately, everyone here is oh, amazing. Oh, you just started here. <laughs> and, the, and the Supreme Court uh, heard oral arguments on the Andy Warhol, the photography and case with the prince. We don't know anything We don't yet. know anything yet, except that uh, Clarence Thomas, who famously was on the Supreme Court for 10 whole years without asking a question. A question. I can't. Wow. Can you believe that? Said today that he was a fan of Prince in the 80s. After that, I guess he wasn't. But yeah, no, they're that that's that's we're not going to hear about that, but it, it will have a tremendous impact. That oh, I know. That thing. You told so us about it yesterday. Stay tuned. Stay All right, listen, we come back. Oh my gosh, we've got some Hollywood speak to do, including some cryptic comments and what exactly does liking something mean? So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. the meaning of this. All right. So what is the meaning of this? So yesterday I told you about Tom Brady on his um, Monday episode of his podcast where he said, you know, he's going through some things and it's called life. Well, there was more to it. Then the next (laughs) sentence was this. I think you realize that there's a lot, especially in today's day and age with how fast things are happening in life for all of us and the amount of responsibilities that we have. And I'm like, God, what this, does that even mean? This guy is just now realizing he has responsibilities Children. beyond football. Yeah, he's got kids. He's got kids. He's got a wife. And Giselle, yes. after she did her, he, her Sage, saging. Her, Mike, she's saging, um, yeah. working her with life, her car, everything. everything to get rid of his aura. Yeah. So this author and former Hindu monk, Jay Shetty. Okay. That's S-H-E-T-T-Y. Took to social media and just posted this quote. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who's inconsistent with you. 
Read that again. Love is a daily effort. Some days it may come easier than others, and that's okay. But what should always stay consistent is the respect and admiration you have for your partner's values and goals. So Giselle Bunchen comes Mm -hmm. along and likes the comment. And then gave well, it's obviously someone she follows. Yes. Okay. And then did the praying hands emoji. Yes. Um, and so she is completely over this marriage. And I feel like he's still scrambling to realize that she meant it. That she was going to leave right. him if he went back to football. Right. If you unretire after six weeks. He, I get the feeling he's still scrambling. Like it's, he, you know, it's not as real to him. And Mike, you don't know, but we've always said when a woman is done, mm-hmm. at least in a straight relation, when a woman is done, when she is really done, she is done. Yeah. It is there's and, no going back. And from his perspective, at this point of the football season, literally, and this is what he's talked about, the commitment level and things, you get done with that game and you go home, you sleep, you go back to the studio or you go right. back to the uh the arena there or the uh practice Stadium, facilities, whatever. you're watching uh, film, yeah. you're immediately getting right back into it, looking at the next week. He's got no time. No time. So I mean that's and she's yeah. known that. Yeah. So, and yeah. again, and we'll go back to the September L cover story that she had. My children and I would like Tom to be more present, Mm -hmm. followed by um, she's definitely had those conversations with him over and and over over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't be in a committed relationship with someone who's inconsistent with you. Say that again. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Chris Colfer was on with Michelle Collins. Um, She's got a show on Andy's channel on Sirius. Okay. Okay. And Chris Colfer's from Glee. Glee. Michelle Collins. She was on The View for a year. Yes, she was. We liked her a lot. Yeah, she's. Um, I'm very, trying to think of what she was in. Or she's a stand-up comic. Oh, that's okay. It. okay. She's a stand-up okay. comic, okay. and I do listen to her show. Okay, it's on in the morning, and I heard this episode, and so she's cackling about. She goes, "Oh, I suppose you're seeing you're you're seeing Funny Girl because uh, Leah Michelle is." Castmate from Glee is staring at Yes, Colfer. I saw six last night, and that was amazing. So you're not seeing funny girls, am I guess, while you're in town? And Colfer said, no, I can be triggered at home. Well, no love last there. None. No love last there. Absolutely none. So anyone who worked on the Glee set is not going to show up at the funny girl, but apparently she is... Phenomenal. Phenomenal. We saw her. And we already know Mr. Arnstein, Nikki Arnstein is phenomenal. That oh, guy is beyond. phenomenal. So here's the latest the I can Lori. be triggered at home. Mm-hmm. Discovery thing. Plus is taking Glee fans back to McKinley High for a oh. peek behind the curtain. It's going to be Glee's off-screen controversies will be explored in this Discovery Plus docu-series that's oh, coming out. we know everything by now? Well, this is going to talk about, like, behind-the-scenes feuds. It's going to also talk about um, Mark Salling, his child pornography. Oh, yeah. It's going There's to talk so about um, Corey Montes, fatal heroin mm-hmm. overdose, Naya Rivera's drowning incident, and so that's going to be Samantha Ware and every other castmate that was tortured by Leah Michelle. I mean, my gosh, I thought we knew everything. 
Well, this isn't all Leah Michelle. This is all. No, but I mean, yes. it's like there's been so much that came out of yeah, that I plea. I know. Including Gwyneth Paltrow uh, finding. The love of her life, Brad that's Palchuk. Right. Well, she was married to Chris, yes. Chris uh, Martin. Yes. Well, Tom Brady has made news today. I'd like Again? you to Hollywood speak this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to find a way to extend my professional sports career. Oh, boy. He's becoming a major league pickleball owner. We're. Mm hmm. Well, that's just investment. That's no, just he loves investment. it. I've been yeah. looking for a way to extend my professional sports career in my 40s and my 50s, 60s, and 70s. Seems like everyone else is doing it. Is there going to be a pickleball league? There already is. No, and but I mean like where we watch it on television? It already is, Lori. Is it? It's on the tennis channel. It pisses me off because I'd rather watch tennis. Yeah. It's too loud to watch on TV. I don't like watching it very much do you see but this becoming some kind of it a, already is Stephen no. colbert is hosting on cbs a major pick celebrity pickleball tournament oh good lord thursday november 17th wow and it's called the colbert cup pickleball is huge Laura. you just can't it's so fun well, i think about it it's you know, fun you could play i could mike do you play i don't but i was just gonna mention there's so many investors that are in this same league yes. like lebron james and actually everyone we talked about in the shop maverick carter is his uh co-host in yep. that in that shop show yeah. they're all involved in it as well they and ma- okay. big big time investors it's huge it. yeah well what are we hollywood speaking what are you asking i just want me? you to say i've been trying to find a way to extend my professional career oh yeah interesting quote and timing well, I mean, the I knowing Tom Brady, he wants to, you know, like bring this to television or something terrible. It already like that. is. Yeah, but first I mean, of all, in it a bigger is. way. There's a pickleball magazine. It's the fastest growing sport in the country mm-hmm. for two years in a row. They, okay. they even brought a magazine. They have a magazine that people buy. Yeah, <laughs> knowing Tom, knowing Tom. knowing Tom. Ah. Okay, um, here's one. Uh, Yolanda Hadid. Gave an interview to Entertainment Tonight, and mm-hmm. she said this. Uh, she will never return to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It, she didn't have a good experience. It was very hurtful, which, of course, was the Lisa Rinna spreading that she had Munchausen which and not believing her, and she had Lyme's disease. Really bad, bad. Like Avril Levine. Avril Levine. Mm-hmm. You think of some people who really have had it so bad. Mm-hmm. Um Listen, that would be traumatizing. Yeah, to be mean girled on national television. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I see no reason to do that. I agree with you about um, Yolanda. Yolanda, mm-hmm. you're so pretty. She's so pretty. Yeah, she really is. She's got the best cheek. Okay, Brandon yeah. Brandon Fraser, who stars in this movie called The Whale, which is supposed to be phenomenal. Phenomenal, but he um, was asked uh, doing the interview for it, and he was asked about. Um, because, you know, he was in The Mummy, the first Mummy. That mm-hmm. was a great movie. I loved it. So he was asked about the Tom Cruise remake in 2000 and whatever year it was. He said, um, it is hard to make that movie, The Mummy. The ingredient that we had going for our mummy, which I didn't see in the new one, was fun. I was going to say a sense of humor. Because yes. seriously, and he was George, 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 the Jungle Watch Out for That Tree, which mm-hmm. we watched nonstop. Yeah. He was such a big star, but he was sexually uh, abused. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. By a m- big person, and it kind of put him in. It, Let's go back to the swipe at Tom Cruise. Oh, it had that, fun. Yeah. That's All the right. part that I like, is he's taking right. a swipe at Tom Cruise because the Tom Cruise mummy was so highly anticipated, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, it was. That was and- 
Got 15 on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just looking it, at it, it now. 15%. It was just a huge, Horrible. huge flop. Yes, and, it was. And it wasn't fun. It took itself very seriously. So thank you, Brendan, for just throwing a little shady shade. We like that. All there right. you go. There we go. We'll be right back. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 